Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. This episode of Another Happy Pod is sponsored by Zemo Dancing. Zemo Dancing. He once bombed the UN, but now he does a little dance, so he's okay. Well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start off by saying I love James Buchanan dance. Oh, I'm Bucky <laughs> Stan. Would you always fuck him? and forever? Unfortunately, he doesn't love you because he fucks exclusively with black women now. So it's true. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame him. Don't blame him. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture and trying to keep things a little more positive and optimistic. We don't always succeed, but we do make sure we have a damn good time doing it. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by everyone's favourite convicted... Lawrence Thomas Heisey. How are you doing today, sir? It's the fact that you use the full name. That's what gets me. Like, I can handle it, right? Because I can bleep it. But then still, someone knows that a bleep, something worthy of a bleep is associated with my full name, which is on my CV, so thanks for that. One of these days, I just hope that you forget to bleep it out, and it's just, it's just there in the episode. So. I will never forget <laughs> Just that. automatically dox yourself. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, would, who's that? Never... Oh my God, a mysterious that third voice has entered the podcasting studio. Who is that? Uh, get out. Famous She's... Twitch streamer, Miss Tay. Ooh, oh, it's famous Twitch streamer Miss Tay. Yeah, so we are joined this week by Beth Taylor, aka Miss Tay, aka our friend from uni, aka feminism. Uh, okay. We're all trying to get a career in doing something on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just here to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, that's give, that's convenient because we are talking away, about that. Oh, I'm well, sorry. I mean, the, it is there in the episode name, which people will have seen. It might I'm not just be. A big, I'm just this. a big Marvel nerd, the same as you guys. That's why That's I'm here. Yeah. So, Beth, we brought you on because you exclusively want to have sex with James Buchanan Barnes. <laughs> right. I would do dirty things to Sebastian Stan. 
We brought you on to talk about his new haircut. What do you make of it? Oh, he looks so good. I mean, I love long hair. I love long hair on, on a man, if it suits you. But he just, oh, he looks so good. He what, looks with the short so hair? Good. Uh, yeah, he looks sexier with his little ruggedy beard as well. He looks good. What about his eye makeup? Where's that gone? He hasn't like, had that he, since that's, the that's for the Winter one, Soldier, though. Yeah, but it's that not, was, it's not Bucky. Know. Yeah, but he wasn't. He uh, didn't wear it in Civil War when he was the Winter Soldier. Either. No, he didn't. He hasn't worn that since the Winter Soldier, the movie. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he didn't. So where's it gone? We, well, that's because he wasn't being mind controlled. So yeah, that was that was that was Hydra brand makeup. Yeah, exactly. I, I have to believe that Hydra went before this crucial mission. Winter Soldier. They've got their you own. They've got their own makeup. line of eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hydralicious. Um, <laughs> Nathan, where did you stand on this? Like, were you excited for this more so than like Loki and uh, One Division? What do you reckon? Uh, so after after One Division, it was it was the same thing because before One Division, I wasn't like excited for One Division at all. I thought it was just going to be some yeah. other generic Marvel stuff. Uh, I was more excited for this one. Then I watched One Division. It surprised me because it was a great show. Uh, and then the more I watched that, the less I was excited for this because yeah. I thought, oh, it's just going to be generic, you know, Marvel action shooting guns and, and yeah. that's it. I thought it was just going to be the Winter Soldier again, essentially. Um, but it wasn't. This was surprisingly very, very deep and very, very good. It wasn't just about guns and punching. Uh, it, it was a really, really intricate story which which was good and i quite liked it a lot yeah Beth, where, where were you for this <clears throat> no I, i'd agree with nathan to be honest because obviously obviously i love loki tom hiddleston has been the love of my life since <laughs> the first movie came out um but i was very i was more excited i think my tier was loki falcon and the winter soldier and then wandavision so when WandaVision was going to come out first, I was a bit like, ah, well, I suppose, you know, get the quote-unquote worst one out of the way. Obviously, yeah. that blew my mind, blew my expectations. I was like, Jesus Christ, how are they going to follow this? Like, and I was like, I love Falcon and I love the Winter Soldier, but I have no idea how they're going to beat it. Or, or even, not even, not, not that it's a competition between the TV shows, but... I just was like, I don't think it's going to get the hype or the love that one I get what you has. Mean. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. because when you're doing a story which is, like, about grief and it's something that's that personal and, yeah. and emotional, it, it does seem weird to follow it up with just a story about men yeah. punching each other. It, but it, it wasn't. Like you yeah, say, it wasn't 100%. just about... Because I was like, oh, is it going to be similar to Civil War or The Winter Soldier? And it just... It had a lot of deep messages and deep meanings in it, like WandaVision did as well. And and obviously, it's only just set up more of a future for these characters, which I really like because I I personally don't want the MCU to end. So I'm I'm happy for it. I don't think we're in danger of that happening anytime soon, Beth. So no, yeah, they're not they're not going anywhere. They're making far too much fucking money. Yeah. Oh Um, no, I know. It does it does make me wonder what they're going to do with Loki because. Every single one of these shows, or the uh, two of them, have surprised me um, since they've come out. Because, I, yeah, I thought WandaVision would have just been a bit boring. Um, two characters I didn't really care much for. 
Um, yeah. And then I thought this would just be like a. You didn't care for those characters. Not no 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 no. That's harsh. It's not that I didn't care for them, but they were they were two of my like. Yeah, they, in I wouldn't the say they were main characters. No, yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. they were people that you were invested with, like you were Bucky, because obviously you've known him from um, the first Captain America, the first Avenger, and you've yeah. seen his story. Whereas with Wonder and Vision, you were kind of just like, oh, they're cool, you know, they're coming along. I was personally a lot more invested in Wonder's story than Bucky's. Fair enough. Like yeah. before, before these two shows, I think I was a little bit more. I, I think I, I was a little bit more. Um, not that I didn't care, but because obviously we didn't know what was happening with the whole Scarlet Witch. Hold thing. on, what's that? We got another. We got a fourth guest joining the podcast. There there. My cat always. I try and be discreet <laughs> about it every week. But my cat gets on, plays with the mic. He got right up to the microphone. <laughs> I can't, I can't quite, I can't put my headphones in uh, to hear my mic quality live now because Jarvis just plays with the wires and it ends oh, up no. making noise or ripping it out. Um, well, I was going to be discreet about it, but let's talk about my cat. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Um, no, that's not so what, best, Sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, I was, I was saying, um, like, it's not that I didn't care to know much about Wanda, but I think because obviously we had the whole fox saga and they you know weren't allowed to call her scarlet witch and i was like well what can they do with because i knew of scarlet witch obviously from the comics and what no she wasn't in the x-men but because obviously when they first introduced her they couldn't call her scarlet witch or basically say that she was a mutant so i was like well where are they going to go with this yeah you know what i mean but obviously fortunately they they bought it so they got them they got them right (laughs) exactly What um to get on to get onto this the Falcon and the Winter Soldier um what did you I'll, because I'm gonna say straight away I think this is the biggest thing I have with it is that it's not very well paced in my opinion I think the la- the latter three episodes are leagues ahead of the first three um and well, yeah I'm curious what do you guys think about that um... can you can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, basically, yeah. I think I know how like obviously stories work and plots develop, but I just think that it kind of, I, I thought it was really slow um, for a long time, and then literally, especially the four, uh, the fifth and the sixth episode, just the quality increase in it was like ridiculous. I don't know. I think um, I would. I think for myself, I would kind of disagree, but that's obviously because I'm a big fan of these movies and these characters that I was happy to take a little bit of a slow pace with it because of, you know, the action that we've had from the movies. But I can understand from an outsider point of view watching the TV show that it is a little bit slower. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're setting up a story. They're set, it's, it's kind of like a new character arc for old characters in a way. Like, yeah. we, we know of these characters, but it's a new story for them. So it has to, you can't just throw everything all into one episode or two episodes like i i actually appreciated the the slowness of it especially like i say coming from after wandavision where that kind of just tears your soul out yeah true (laughs) emotionally it was quite nice to have something a bit slower personally anyway i yeah i um i think the first episode was a little slow and didn't really give you much of the show overall. It was just kind of like introducing the the set pieces and the characters and everything like that. Um, But yeah, after that, I thought it was really... The second episode I thought was really good. Like straight off the bat, 
he was dealing with some big issues. We were going to Madripoor. We had great fucking Sharon Carter action kicking the shit out of people. Um, <laughs> it, it was good. I, I, I wouldn't say there was like a big difference in quality between the first half and the latter half. Fair enough. I You've don't know. I guess... remember as well, like, it, what I quite liked about these shows is showing how normal people have dealt with the blip. Is it the blip when everyone comes back? I, I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's, the bl- it's the snap when they're gone and the blip when they're back. Yeah, so obviously you, you can't just pretend everything's fine. And I think if they'd have done that and not kind of dived into... Yeah, I mean, like the whole storyline is is to do with you know these people that have come back and resettlement camps and stuff like that. I think it's a a good story that they've done because if that was real life, things would go to shit and things would be like that. So oh, it'd be it'd be a fucking nightmare. It would yeah. be it'd be it'd be a lot messier. I even think what they did in the show was not doing it justice for how much of a catastrophe it would be to oh, yeah. increase yeah. to double the 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 Earth's population. I think um, the best idea you've actually got of it is that scene in One Division where fucking um, uh, Monica comes back from the snap oh, in, in the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah, yeah, you just see because it is just complete Pure fucking chaos. chaos there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, that, that's I, I, I the best like idea it. you've got. Yeah, because it it was it was slow, but I think it was the perfect kind of pace personally because. Like I say, you have to show how normal people, regular people deal with this sort of situation. It's not all about the Avengers, you know? Yeah, 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 that's True. fair. Uh, so, Lawrence, everyone knows that you are a massive racist. It's true. Um, and that has, that was more evident as this show went on and your favourite <laughs> character started to emerge. Um, yeah, so yeah, you absolutely love John Walker and everything he stands for. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. <laughs> right, okay. I'm ready to defend this. I knew this was coming. Um, right, let's say straight off the bat, okay, John Walker, bad bloke, right? Yeah. Not a good guy. And no, Nathan, I do not agree with everything he does and stands for. I mean, just bring up your Twitter account right now. Yeah, do it, do it. Because, <laughs> right... The character is great. The yeah. character is serves an amazing purpose. And I genuinely think the character, as the antagonist goes, and we'll get to the last episode in a bit, as a building antagonist for the show, I think he was way more interesting than the Flag Smashers as a whole. Um, I would have to agree with you there, Lawrence. Like, I'm no yeah. racist either, Nathan, but I think as <laughs> characters go, he was very interesting to watch. Yeah. Go on, go on, Nathan. Read out a tweet. No, I'm not. I'm not even putting up your Twitter. That was a yeah, joke. exactly. Because you weren't ready for the. Um, <laughs> All right, no, fuck you. I'm bringing it up now. Um, I think I think the done. best you'll find relating to John Walker is I tweeted John Walker. Let's John go, Walker. Let's like go. Yeah. Um, Let me see. Hold on. Hold so no, 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 but but anyway, the the reason why I like him was because it's exactly what would happen. It's exactly right. Steve Steve Rogers was never for the government, but he, you know, like the government had this deluded idea that he represented them. He didn't. He represented the American the people, people, not the American values as dictated by the government. So when they brought in a cap that they could control, of course it was going to be an elite killer um, mm-hmm. yeah. with like psychopathic tendencies that 
can never live up to the pressure that Steve Rogers and like the leg can never it's, live up to that like legacy. It's like what Zemo said, and I can't remember what episode. Oh, there's, there's never been another. He's an one. exception. Yeah, well, that that's it, and it and and I like the fact that the show was like, this guy is realizing slowly that he is no Captain America. Um, yeah. And he doubles well, it's not down even, on that. He's not even Captain America. He's not Steve Rogers. No, no. one is Steve yeah, Rogers. Yeah, and that's because that's what that's who Captain America was. Like it, it wasn't. Yeah. It, like the shield was just a symbol. Um, and yeah. now they're kind of relying on the shield to be um, everything to do with it. And you need the guy, the driving force behind it. And it's shown that he's slowly unraveling, trying to make like continuously trying to make the right call. And just continuously getting it wrong because he's he's coming at it from a soldier's perspective, and the people expect Captain America to come at it with like a, a human, more empathetic side, which he doesn't have. He's not been trained to have yeah. it. Yeah. John John Walker is. You're right. He is a much more interesting villain than the Flag Smashers, but I never really saw the Flag Smashers as villains until the last episode where they all went crazy for no reason. Uh, yeah. But we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but. It's hard. It's hard to see like people who are giving medicine and food to the poor and needy as villains. But what about um, people that are blowing up buildings? Yeah, but well, that's, so that's a why they did story. it. Yeah, and yeah. I'd like I to clarify it. Things... Yeah, I, I don't think uh, I agree with the ending speech given by um, by uh, Sam. Sam, well, saying... you, you're jumping ahead. You jump. Hold on. I'm okay, fine, fine. I get excited. You're jumping ahead. Yeah, you do. You little cunt. Um, <sighs> But yeah, so John Walker, t- to me, was the main antagonist of this show um, until the last episode, anyway. Um, and, and he was great at that. He was really good. I'm, I'm not saying he was a bad antagonist at all, because he was really good. He did exactly what he needed to do. That character was literally designed for you to hate him from the moment you see Of course you're going to hate him. He stole the... Well, he, didn't, he himself didn't, but he's... He's using the shield, which was stolen from Sam. So, of course, you're going to absolutely despise this character. Of course, you're immediately going to say, that's not Steve. Um, And I think the show purposefully did that in a lot of ways. Um, So, yeah, it it was really good in that respect. He's just so fucking unlikable. He's so... But that's how how you know that Wyatt Russell did a really good performance. Yeah, exactly. He did do it. It's like the guy who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. I was just going to say, Joffrey, uh, the guy who plays Homelander in The Boys, all of them just so good at being a You love to hate him, and that's what I appreciate about those actors. You really do. Steve Rogers... Uh, his Captain America is like what America should be. It's not what America is. It's what America <laughs> no. should be. It's like the ideal version. Um, whereas, what's his name? Oh, John Walker is more of exactly what America is. It's more they the realistic. They think they're doing the right thing, but they're just yeah. Not. I mean, one of my favorite lines from John Walker is uh, him saying, "In a country that is not that is not America, uh, the Dormelage don't have jurisdiction here." Well, neither do yeah. Americans, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true, actually. Oh, I didn't even uh, think about that Malage double meaning. Yeah. So... Yeah. I think when they in Lithuania or Latvia, I can't remember where they were, but... Some vague yeah. European country. Something yeah. like that, yeah. They probably said it. I probably wasn't watching it close enough. Um, what did you What did you want out of, like... Bucky and Sam in this because I uh, like I knew it was going to be the show where one of them takes the shield and kind of everyone with a brain knew it was going to be Sam 
It was always it was always going to be Sam. There was, yeah, yeah, there was no, absolutely. no world. There was no worlds where they would give you that ending from Endgame and then say, "Now you know what? Let's change that. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's give it, it to Bucky." Bucky. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Bucky wants the shield. Oh, he a hundred percent doesn't. He was yeah. happy to give it to Sam because, in a way, obviously their their relationship is has always been kind of up and down, and at the moment it's obviously on a very good up. But I think Sam kind of reminds Bucky a lot of Steve and his ideals and what he stands for, and that's why he's happy for Sam to take. Like he, it's like he said in in a couple of episodes. Sorry if I'm going too far, but we see he didn't think about what it was like for a black man to hold the shield. He just wanted Sam to hold the shield because he's yeah. the right man. Yeah, I think did you, what, did you what like he that said in one of. Like I was just going to say, did you like the did you like the reveal that they'd actually discussed it? Because in Endgame, you don't get yeah. the sense that Steve and Bucky had had that conversation. But it was I a little really bit of closure, that. I think, because I was like, well, why would Steve not talk to Bucky? They've known him, they've known each other for so long. Yeah. Um. So I think it was quite nice, actually, knowing that they did have a conversation because it it, it needed to happen. They've known each like their best buds. Yeah. We talked about the this whole, briefly. I'm with you till the end of the line, sort of thing. Mm. You know. Yeah. We talked about this briefly the other day, Lawrence. I, I like always took it as Bucky knew what was happening at the end of Endgame there. Because like he, when when Steve goes back in time and then fails to come back, Bucky doesn't react around. at all. Yeah, he just like he knows. He just Sam's the one who's freaking out, yelling at the hog to get him back. Bucky just doesn't care because he knows exactly what the situation yeah. is. So yeah, to me it always made sense that they would have had that conversation beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, my cat's um, screaming at me. What was I saying? <laughs> do you want to stop screaming at me, cat? Lovely. Um, yeah, what did you... Do you think... Right, one of the things that I was worried about then, at least, especially because the show went into it, and like I say, anyone with a brain knew Sam was going to end the show as Captain America. Um, were you guys concerned about Bucky's arc? And was Bucky just there to be like the metal arm that punches people for the new Captain America or did you No. What do you think? I think I think it I mean I this is how I personally take it but I feel like it's more of a an arc of where Bucky can trust people again sort of thing because he he knows Sam. He doesn't really he didn't know Sam but it was nice because he spent time with Sam and it was more I don't know where I'm going with it. I know what I mean by what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> I I wouldn't say I was I wasn't ever worried about Bucky's arc. I like Bucky as a character. He's someone who has had a terrible time. Um, he, I think he just MCU. needed to adjust with yeah. The new he life. really did. I I think they did his arc really well because if you look yeah. at him from the start of this series, he's in an apartment which apparently has no furniture. He's just sleeping on the floor. Um, I love I love talk. the trope of a perfectly groomed, well dressed man <laughs> who lives on a wooden floor. Like yeah. well, it's like I saw I saw a comparison of um, you know how how Buc- how Bucky woke up on his own compared to him waking up when he was staying in Sam's sister's house. Like he woke up in a, like a, like from a nightmare or something, but in in Sam's sister's house, he was just in Sarah's house, should I say, he just woke up smiling. Obviously the two kids were playing. And I think that itself was growth in Bucky because it was a hundred percent. He was more relaxed and more at peace. I feel. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. definitely. Cause like, 
like I was saying, from the start of the series, he was he was a mess of a bloke. He was in therapy. He wasn't talking to anyone at all. He was hanging out with his fuck with one of his victims' dads or whatever. He was fucking mentally torturing himself. And then by the end of the the series, he's happy. He's at a barbecue. He's chatting up a beautiful black woman. He's doing it all, man. He's having the fucking time of his life. I do. I don't think he'll ever get with Sarah, though. Do you? I, th- I think no, he will. I've, I've, I think he will. I think it's already, a wind up. He's obviously just trying I, to piss. Yeah. Out. He's already he's already fucked her that night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think he would do that to Sam. Personally. No, he hundred percent would. He's like, no, <laughs> the win, the Winter Soldier did it. It wasn't me. <laughs> James, James Buchanan, Snow Bunny Barnes, man, he fucking. Do you, do you hey, guys he's think a lady was, killer. Do you guys think this was the best bit of acting we've seen from Sebastian Stan in the MCU? I think it was the most bit of acting. I think it gave him a chance because yeah. I've seen him. I've seen Sebastian Stan in other things, and I, I like his acting anyway. Name one other thing he's been. Yeah, in we've Beth. all watched films, Beth. All yeah, right. come on, Beth. Name one. Come on, name film. name one. I can't remember what. Uh, it's, um, no, it's based in. Go. I've <laughs> got the I've got the DVD. It's an old film, and I it's bet based she's in never Ipswich. Even seen Star Wars. She doesn't even know who Sebastian Stan is. Do you not know oh, that he's young Luke Skywalker? <laughs> well, Mark Hamill thinks he's his son from God knows where, but Can't no, I have, I have seen. seen obviously, I'm not going to count. Itonic. I'm not going to count Gossip Girl because he was only in it for like five episodes. But did you know that he was in Gossip Girl? No, I'm a fake. Yeah, fan, I knew that. Really. I, yeah. I knew. Fake I knew fan. That. Yeah, Lawrence, fake you fake fan. fan. You can. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh, no, he had some. He had some good acting um, moments in. Winter Soldier and Civil War more so, um, yeah. but yeah, this was this was definitely the best the best he's he's done. But also, he had more opportunities in this. He had yeah. more yeah. to do. So, and he's um, got short hair this time. Yeah, and he's got short hair. Um, before we get on to the, the like the big main character of this, um, what do you guys think about bringing Zemo back? Oh, I amazing! Like him. Amazing. Daniel Bryce, bring him back fantastic. all the time. He's, yeah, he's, he's so fantastic. good. He's the voice of Lightning McQueen. Um, he's, no way is he. He is, yeah. He's in German, anyway. He's in the German, German oh, okay. cars. I, was, I the, thought it was Owen Wilson, I was going to say. Is, like, yeah. no. He's in Loki. So we got the we got Lightning McQueen in this one, and we got Lightning McQueen in the next one as well. So. <laughs> Can't go wrong with cars. The that Marvel is so cool. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, Zemo was absolutely great. I've, I thought he was going to be, like, a villain in this show, which I think most people did as well. But yeah. the fact that they kind of turned him into some weird uh, sugar daddy consultant... <laughs> yeah, I like the fact is. that they kept him to his ideals, where it was never... Yeah. He was never really a villain anyway. He was just more against the whole super soldier program. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. kept to that, and that's what he's, I really liked. He's a man with very strict beliefs, and he's a man who sticks by those beliefs. Yeah, um, and I mean, will I, do I think what it takes to carry them out. I do think it's a push to say that the man that bombed the UN isn't a villain. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. like you can't say he was never really a villain. He bombed <sighs> world leaders. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but he did a little dance, so he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the problem because I'll genuinely right. I, I, I'll be honest. The last episode did redeem it for me, um, but up until last week, I was sat there going, oh, "Look, I like Zemo, and I think Daniel Brawl's amazing, and I'm, I'm I was enjoying him in this, but I think to fit him in this, they they kind of 
dropped an element of his character, which was the kind of diabolicalness of him. I think there was a lot less scheming from him, more like, oh, I just happened to see the super soldier serum on the floor. I guess I'll stamp on it. Rather than the Civil War him would have orchestrated it so that he was there to stamp on it, not, oh, I found it. Yeah, yes, but... Civil War is also a an event which he had full control over, and an event yeah. which he had been planning for most likely years, and, yeah. and arranging all of those aspects. This, he was just busted out of prison without him knowing and, took, and taking along this journey. He didn't really. How would he have known exactly when the super when the soldier serum would have been? Well, he there? He's obviously got and, contact with his butler. He's obviously he, he obviously how, knows what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, but how would his butler have known the exact location of the his super butler, His butler knows everything. His butler knows how to put a bomb on a van. <laughs> what is this? I, th- I just think this is a very... <laughs> he put the bomb on the vehicle. <laughs> um, but this Wait, is... was that his butler at the end? Yeah, yeah that was his butler. That was his yeah. Alfred. I did not pay, it. I did not pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was Zemo's Alfred. Yeah, that was... He was just... Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think? Do you think there's just some random old dude who was like, oh, bloody Bloody eight. Uh, I soldiers. thought I thought it was someone higher up from Sharon. I, my obviously, I did not pay attention clearly. Wow, fake fan, fake. I know. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. Okay, now no, it makes I've... more sense why he sat up and it all laid down in his prison yeah. cell. So yeah. I I think um, yeah, the circumstances from Civil War to this are just very different. It's it's a very different situation for him. So yeah. I think it makes sense that he's. A lot more on the fly and and make and he's still scheming. He's still like planning still stuff scheming. and having fun yeah. and everything like that. It's just not as intricate as it was in Civil War because he didn't have the years of preparation to do it. Fair enough. Do you know who what he did? Say like? owns you know the raft. Who who what? Sorry, I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but the raft obviously. Yeah. Who owns it? Because I know in the comics uh, it was Mister Fantastic. It's fucking what's his name. Um, General Ross, right? From yeah, General Ross. He doesn't own Wakandans it, but he's like use in charge. It as well. What's what's that, Beth? Because the Wakandans used it. Like, is it kind of just the whole? It's it's like a world prison. Like, okay. it's it's a prison for um the biggest threats. The biggest yeah. and the baddest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Do you know what? Do you know what Zemo did have this time round? A dance. A a dance and a big purple sock. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That mask was completely pointless. He yeah. wore it for one episode, and that was he that. And, and, and he, he took wore it, it for right like off. two minutes. Yeah, yeah, he took it right off as well. It wasn't like I gotta, I gotta hide my Zemo self. <laughs> Who's purple mask man? Um, I know. Yeah, that would that would be a big reveal. Um, all right, let's talk about let's talk about the the meat of it then. I think I think the meat of this story comes down in episodes um, five and six. Um, okay. I. I think episode five is the best episode of the series. Which one's that remind me? That the one before last, the one where um they break John Walker's arm, then Sam goes back to his family. Oh, yeah. 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 Um Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, probably, that was I'd a probably great agree. Yeah. Mate, that that episode, as like I, I tweeted out as well, like this I genuinely believe it's some of the best content Marvel's put out in a very long time. Like I love the And it would have upset a lot of people as well because it was it was quite political but it was yeah. more in a subtle way which yeah. i really liked and but i know mate, that you, you would can't piss do off a, a lot of people that's the thing there's so many people i've seen people crying on twitter saying like oh just you know what no one's actually had a problem with with captain america being black so why why is the show trying to make such a big point of running it home 
But like, I'm, oh and then I'm sat there going, but you're the person making it a problem because you're yeah. bringing it up. <laughs> like, you, it's a there problem are, for you. Also, there is also plenty of people who have a problem. <laughs> exactly. Like, Captain America being black. I've, I've seen a lot of it. I'm sorry, yeah. but look at the backlash when um, they announced Black Panther. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. there's no white people being cast. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. oh, all of this. And it's Imagine like, a up. movie called White Panther with an all white cast. No, you dickhead. That's uh, not how it works. You fucking I know. Yeah. yeah, I think if you had, a, if anyone had a problem with this, fuck them. Because I actually, I genuinely believe that Sam is going to make a better Captain America than Steve as well. Like he's bold got words. I it's bold words, but Steve Steve was great. But by by Bucky's own admission, they never even considered what it meant for a black man to hold the shield. And Sam, yeah. if Sam's speech was about anything at the end, it was about how people have to have a perspective to look at things from different sides. And he's yeah. got the perfect fucking like base level of perspective he's got first-hand experience yeah. at the end of the day so so yeah. what so what is it about episode five that you love so much like Norris? it's the main thing for me um was kind of sam accepting the fact that like it's it's not even that he wants the shield because he didn't yeah um and yes he grows more to like it and obviously by episode six he's having a blast of it but it's more about the fact that sam shoulders the responsibility uh, he makes a conscious choice. No super soldier serum is needed. If I'm going to do this, um, it's going to be me. Um, and I'm not taking the same easy way out that John Walker did when he took the serum. Um, and so he just fucking, he goes home, he spends time with his family and he trains his ass off. Like it's just proper Captain America stuff for me. Like sticking to his yeah. values. I loved it. You're, you're, you're definitely right. Um, I, I never see it as him, and, and this is just my interpretation, but I never saw it as him not wanting the shield. I saw it as in, as as it was something he wanted. He he would want to take on the the mantle of Captain America, but taking on that mantle comes with a whole lot of shit that he is going to have to put up with. Yeah. A whole lot of of sh- and that's very much fucking telegraphed with everything Isaiah Bradley says, who a great character yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, there is from the moment he picks up that shield, there is going to be outcry. He's going to have to deal with so much stuff that Steve never had to deal with, that Bucky wouldn't have had to deal with if he had picked it up, that John Walker certainly never had to deal with. There, that he would have had to deal with a lot of stuff. And honestly, I think he was just tired. And he was yeah. like, the best option for this is to just put it in a museum. I think um, I think the best the best line in the series, mentioning Isaiah Bradley, the best line in the whole show was about how they'd never let a black man be Captain America, and even if they did, no self respecting black man would even want to be. Like, no, yeah, I was just going to say that. Is, yeah, that line that fucking line. was like, oh my that god, hit deep. Yeah, massive. Yeah, Every, and the, the character of Isaiah Bradley was. Was, I just wish there was more of him in the show because yeah. it is he is such a great uh, a great character and it makes it makes absolute sense that you've not heard of him until this point because that's literally the point of his character yeah. you're not supposed to have he's he's uh, he was a super soldier whose history was buried and hidden by the government because he was a black man and they can't have a black man being the hero of America, which is no. the it's ridiculous disgusting it's truth like, of it. It's just, like, how can you discriminate someone just because of the colour of their skin? It 
truly baffles my mind. I don't. It is. It. it is pretty backward stuff. But then again, <laughs> one thing which means, and this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the show. Um, but I'm in a in a Facebook group. Long as you're also in this Facebook group, um, and there's there's just general talk on there about like pop culture, nerdy shit, and all, all the time and stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's just a, a nice little discussion between like mates, let's say. Um. And. Uh, on on in that group there was a post. Um, I think this was after the first episode, but just before the second one came out. And the post it just seemed so incredibly naive because it was just saying, "Do you guys think racism exists in the MCU? Because we haven't really seen any evidence of it, and uh, there's been no real backlash to oh Sam God. being Captain America or anything like that." And oh. like. My God, this is incredibly, <laughs> incredibly naive. And then the second episode hits, and then you get Isaiah Bradley, and you get Sam being stopped by the police for walking down the street. And it's, yeah. It's, that post aged like milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so though. funny. Um, yeah. What do you write? What do you guys because a lot of shit goes the 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 second well say the second the uh, the last episode episode six. Um, is basically one big long action sequence for the first half. Um, but what do you epi- think? Epi- so episode five spent the majority of the episode dick teasing you about what was in the Wakandan case. Um, mm-hmm. It kept showing you like shots of the case. You wanted to see what was inside it. It's obviously I Sam's new suit. So- oh, I knew it was going to be his wings, but yeah. I, to be honest, I didn't expect the suit. Oh, I was. I, I love what? the suit. What did you think it was going to be? Just the wings? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the wings just... and Sam rocks up in a polo t-shirt. Like, <laughs> well, I had, I had a... nothing else. I just had the wings. <laughs> well, that's that's literally what he wears in The Winter Soldier. He's just got jeans and a fucking yeah. shirt on it. That, that green is, top. That exactly. Really I just, true, I just yeah. expected some new... Obviously, I expected like vibranium wings, maybe with like a nice little suit. Like, I don't know, like... Black Panthers, how he can absorb bullets, sort of thing. I, I what, don't know. What I do you didn't... think about the suit? What do you think about the? Oh, it's so uh, good. It's so good. good. It's it's very yeah. comic accurate, which is great. I always love it when they take a shot and do actually comic accurate suits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It, and I love also as about well, the suit. Anthony Mackie also has an ass that is equivalent enough to be Americans. Oh, I'm never invited. I'm never invited to America's sexist ass. comments onto the podcast again. Oh, I'm so how, sorry, but how rude. Ugh. Hey, Anthony Anthony Mackie would appreciate me appreciating his ass, okay? It's true. It's true. Yeah, Lawrence, you fucking <laughs> Oh for um, God's sake, that's another beep. That is another beep. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you can. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's a great suit, and I also think the the US agent suit as well. Another a great. I mean, there's not much difference between that and his Captain America suit. I, I didn't. No. Um, I don't know if it's the way they graded it. I didn't notice it was black until he said it was black. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice. I was like, is it black? I can't. Yeah. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's the no, same, it but it's good, black. Though. I was like, no, it's yeah, yeah. It's, I, it may as well not be. I think. Yeah. I think the Bucky should have got something as well, though. Like he's but he just... got a new arm though, didn't he? Last well, yeah, movie. but his arm's great and all. But I don't know. I think he needs some kind of. I still think there's more for. I still think there's more for Bucky though coming because obviously they're teasing the whole White Wolf thing. So I don't think we've we've quite had enough yet of Bucky. I don't know. Uh, one thing. Uh, one thing with I do. I do wish they would. 
I don't think they should call him the Winter Soldier anymore because, like, that was a guy who, for years, assassinated and killed many people. Um, so may- maybe they should change it to White Wolf or something. I think that I think they will. I think it's teaser mm. because obviously they called him it that in Infinity War, and then he said it himself like it's White Wolf actually. So I think yeah. they'll get there, but you know. They kind of had to do Sam first, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's I fair. do. That's I, at the same time, I see Bucky as the guy that doesn't really need a new nickname. I feel like he's very happy just being Bucky. Sarge or Sergeant Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I liked his um his uh his jacket collection in this. He was walking around looking. Yeah. He, he cut the fine looking dashing sexy. figure. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no more sexist comments, but my god, that man! <laughs> go and go and have a shower, you, you, you <laughs> sultry woman. Stop this. Beth um, is throffing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Nathan, that word. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasant. Uh, right. Yes. Uh, like episode six. Um, yeah. Some some character U turns. Um, some I mean, main character U turns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, right. What, what you got? Where, where are you guys standing on it? It's um it was it was a good episode it was a, it was a good finale I think it was better than the one division finale um because it had more to say I guess yeah. um it, it it did that thing which I don't really like where the villain just becomes extra villainous for no real reason yeah, um, yeah. Carly just went off the rails in in this episode and I know like that's the point of it she is an extremist she is. Uh, doing whatever she needs to do for this cause. Mm. but It kind of reminded me a bit of Game of Thrones Daenerys. Like, it was a bit yeah. rushed. They yeah. could go down that yeah. road, but it was rushed. I, I, it wasn't as bad as Game of Thrones at all. Because um, <laughs> that that was just straight up, like, one episode. I want to save Westeros, and the next I'm going to fucking kill everyone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it wasn't like that. But it still was a bit of a, a bit of a jump and a U-turn with her. Yeah. Um, and then John Walker as well. I'm, I'm not entirely sure they should have started off a redemption arc with him this soon. Um, I mean, I get why they did. He was never going to let that truck fall. Um, but I, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that starting off already. I, I think... I, I'm... I'm on 100% the same page, right? I think Carly, yeah, she suffered the same villain fate of, I'm so close to completing my goal, so now I have to be super evil. Um, now I love murder. Yeah, exactly, which which didn't which didn't really sit well, um, mainly because of the conversation, like Sam had got through to her a couple of episodes prior, and she was like, I don't want to kill innocent people, I just want to get my message heard. And then yeah. cut to her, like the first line of dialogue she has in this episode is like, I don't care, man. Fucking kill him, like fucking yeah. gun him down, like set the van on fire that you know they can't get out of. Um, and she and like, but there was there was actually doubt that Bucky might have been able to get it off. It wasn't. She probably didn't know that she was probably risking their lives doing that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I think that was, that came out of nowhere. As for John Walker, I I disagree. I think a redemption arc. Yeah, it did it. It could have been maybe teased a little bit more in the last episode. Maybe we got another scene of him, I don't know, having his girlfriend talk to him about how he's gone off the rails, having him face more emotional crisis before he changed his mind. Um, yeah. But I think to set up US Agent, they needed to bring him back from the irredeemable place. Otherwise, two years are going to pass before we see this character ever again. And people I are just going to go, I think they did it right as well. 
with the ultimatum that he was given, like, do I go after Carly or do I save this truck of innocent people? So that was yeah. kind of like a good. For, for any for any soldier, there's a clear choice there, and and you saw him struggle with it, and then he made yeah. the right choice. So I, I I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, and like you say, Wyatt Russell, he, he's he's performed it so bloody well. Yeah, it helps. It helps did, because of I Wyatt did Russell. like. I did like that his shield was fucking useless. Yeah. Of course it would yeah. be. Carly of just course. booted it out of the air, like, get his bin lid off me. <laughs> yeah, it was, there was absolutely no way that shield was ever going to work for you. But, I mean, good good job for trying, at least, I guess. Yeah, it, looked a, it looked a lot better. He'd done a lot of work for it. He did. Uh, since when he the first last showed up, I was it. like, has he got the actual shield? What's going on? Yeah. But, uh, no, that thing fell apart almost instantly. So It's, it's, like, it's, it's like taking that... Uh, like you say, Lawrence, that bin shield that um, Steve picked up in the first Captain yeah. America and just painting it. Yeah, I mean, it did look like that. It looked like you know, in you know, in reception when you get like a little paper plate and you get to paint a design. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah. Um, I liked. I liked uh, that he welded his um, Medal of Honors into it, though. Like I thought that was. I thought cool. that was um, Lamar's. Yeah, I think it was. Lamar's. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I took from it. It's oh, like, it was shit. like a reminder he was doing this for Lamar. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I like that. I like that a lot more then. That's that's better. Yeah, that's how Car. I saw it anyway. Go on, guys. What, um, oh, one thing I really liked about this episode as well, the last episode, um, there is, of course, Sam's amazing speech, which is just fucking incredible. Maybe tear up it was. Yeah. It, Me too. it was great. Um, but the fact that the title changed at the end as well that it wasn't that got me so hard yeah it changed to Captain America and the Winter Soldier that was that was so good that was was a nice touch nice touch 100% that was very good I liked um, I liked how um, as they were by the way this this is the series of relentless Bucky and Sam tapping each other on the back in every episode (laughs) without fail they're like come on dude giving each other a little pat it's the bro tap that's (laughs) what it is Um, but I like I like how this one ended with um, with Bucky tapping him and saying good job Cap or something Cap yeah nice job Cap yeah that felt felt great and I like that they're not completely doing away with their like they still have got like an animosity towards each other but it's way more playful now than it ever was yeah, um, I think so, they've got um, to understand and got to know each other a bit more. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think they're definitely like by the end of this, they're definitely a lot closer. Like, because at the beginning of the series, they were like, they were two mutual friends of a friend. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like when you when you have a friend and then you meet up with their other friend, and it's just a little bit awkward and everything <laughs> like that. But then by the end of this, they those two are good friends themselves. So yeah. it's... Yeah, it, it's definitely good. Um, so, what what do you want to see uh, next from like these characters? Uh, anyone involved with the show? Take it away, Beth. What I would like to see more of how Sam, not just Sam coping as Captain America, but I want to see how the world takes to Sam as Captain America. Yeah. It's not it's not gonna be all sunshine and rainbows. It just isn't. No. You can't no. please everybody. And I also wanna see a little bit more of Bucky because now that he's kind of he's finished his book, which is nice, I wanna see how he basically lives, really. And then obviously we've got the whole Sharon Carter, um which oh, I yeah. don't I don't actually think she is who they say she is. I think she's working for somebody. 
You don't think she's the power broker? I don't think she personally is. I could be completely wrong, but my opinion is that she is like you know the the one lower like you know there's always person there's always a person in the behind the scenes that you never really get to see sort of thing because yeah i think it would be i mean she she you know she's peggy carter's grandniece like i don't know i feel like it's a bit of a stretch if she this whole time is the power broker but you I, know, the world's changed weird. things are different so i, I think, could yeah. be wrong i think she's a character they did not know what to do with <laughs> Ultimately. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a character they forgot about, gave Steve his perfect ending, realizes that people now think Sharon's weird because Steve and her kissed. Um, and I think that they've kind of just gone, well, we can't just never speak to her again. She's kind of integral to Bucky and Sam. Well, that's what I think as well, because they can't just forget her, but I also don't think that, like, they I, I'll could be honest, make the, her the main villain. The power broker twist for me was one a storyline I never cared about, and two when it was revealed to be Sharon, I couldn't care less. I just I was. I think. Like, do you remember away. I this mentioned is... that to you, Lawrence? I, I um like a couple of weeks back, like I said, there was a lot of rumors online that Sharon yeah. was the power broker, and you were like, "Oh, that's she interesting." Was... But then she, how I it came she was about? Obviously, the power broker. I thought I, it was. Never I think a yeah, a couple of episodes after yeah after I had that conversation with you, I, I was a bit like, okay, now it's looking a little bit more obvious. But I just I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't yeah. give a fuck. Uh, like yeah, I just kind of I think that the show knew that there needed to be an answer to the power broker thing, made it Sharon, um, and then kind of just I thought when she got shot, I thought, oh, this is great, she's dead. Like not in a horrible way. But I was like, this storyline is wrapped up and it's done now. And I don't, yeah. let's be honest, right? America, I like, the, I like the idea, this kind of thesis that's been set up in a lot of Captain America movies where the main antagonist is often the American government, right? Where like, I know they, I know they had Hydra behind it in Winter Soldier, um, but nine times out of 10, especially like um, in Civil War, they're getting in the way more than they're helping. And I like the idea yeah. that they'd be the threat, not Sharon, part of the CIA, working. Well, I think to the reason why I. The well, yeah, I think I think the reason why I think that she's not like the big boss, like why I think she's like a second level down, is because obviously that phone call she has at the end where she's like, "Get all your buyers and all of this. We're going to have access to this, this, and this." Like, I feel like she was talking to someone higher than her. I don't know. I didn't get. I I got the impression of yeah. her dictating i thought she was like yeah same yeah i thought she was ringing up to be like get this shit sorted because we gotta do some stuff now cunt <laughs> kind of thing maybe anyway that's well, i guess we'll Sharon. see uh lawrence what do you want to see next uh i want um it's tricky i don't know what i want i think i don't i don't know i like the the idea of sam facing more kind of backlash as captain america but I also think there's no way you can really go with that whilst being true to the plot line. Because when have you guys in real life ever changed a racist mind? Yeah. Like, what's what can Sam do to change a racist mind about him being Captain America? Nothing. Like, I, so I, I feel like there's no. I don't think he necessarily has to, though. No, maybe not. But then I feel like this Sam already doesn't give a shit about what people say. Like, he even acknowledges yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think. I think that, I think that's the point, though. Like, you can do something where he is facing backlash and he is uh, 
getting what I, I don't want to go too much into it, but where he is getting like racist comments and everything like that because yeah. of him being Captain America, but he still does it, but he still does the job because yeah. But then I feel like that's more of a that's more of just something that the MCU should incorporate going forward in any Sam story. It shouldn't be the Sam story. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, saying every yeah. story with Sam should be the racist story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, 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 a white supremacist Zemo comes out of nowhere. Like I've got to put an end to this <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be that would be yeah. crap. And to be honest, then I think that would that would borderline be kind of insulting. I think it would be di- yeah distasteful as well. Yeah. because it's it'd like... be racist. That's what it'd be. it would yeah. be racist. Yeah, ex- well, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't uh, think you're you... quite ready to tread that line yet. What what else what else do you want, Lawrence? Anything else that you want? Um, I'll be honest. This 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 wrapped it for me. Like I think Bucky's in a great place. Sam's obviously in a great place, and he's obviously going to go on to be part of whatever form the Avengers next take on. Um, I'll I like Bucky, but I'd kind of want Bucky to chill out now. I I think Bucky's story is done. Um, no, you're wrong. Fair enough. Do you well, think there'll be a Captain America four? Yeah, there yeah. there already is. I was just yeah. about to say this. It's already in production. It was. It came out last night that it is. There is going to be a Captain America four. It is going to be Anthony Mackie. So. Imagine if it wasn't. <laughs> just, <laughs> just Steve again. Yeah. Old yeah. man Steve. Old man Steve. Old where man right? Steve. Let's let's. Do, where is Steve? Is he on the moon? Oh, well, no, he's dead. No. Um, so. <laughs> I don't think he's dead. I a hundred percent think he's dead. I don't think he's dead. I think he's. They said gone, not dead. Retired. He's, he's dead. He's dead. I think him he's and Madri- Peggy. He's the power broker. Yeah. <laughs> I think I broker. think him and Peggy are chilling on a tropical beach somewhere. Well, Peggy's dead. Oh yeah, fuck. Peggy is you dead. You keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting Peggy's dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I think that Steve is chilling on a tropical beach somewhere, um, just kicking back, relaxing. He's, knowing, he's on Fiji. Knowing that Sam's got it. Knowing that Sam's Sam's got shit on rap. No, he's dead. Um, so what I what I would like to see um, is I I do want, I agree with Beth. I'd like to see some more of Bucky. I'd like to see where he can go and and I'd like to see him step away from the Winter Soldier name, like I, like I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. I think that'll be some good growth for him. Um, definitely want to see more of Sam as as Cap, and thankfully we are going to get that. Um, but one thing I would absolutely love. Um, is a Isaiah Bradley miniseries. Like, yes. In the 50s or whatever, uh, just his story. I think that would be, yeah. that could be really interesting. Fuck like yeah, they did yeah, the yeah, Marvel yeah. one shots that they did before. Yeah. yeah, that would be very interesting. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. No, I'm fully on board for that. I'm, I would. I think really that that could that. be that could be really good. Either de-age him or recast. You can you can do something. They're gonna have to cast um, the guy that looks exactly like that statue now. They've shot themselves in the foot. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, statues well. are all a bit that's off that, sometimes. So. The statue was yeah. amazing. I like that Isaiah Bradley was this kind of hard dude. Um, didn't open up a lot, but at that moment. He yeah. went. He shook. He shook Sam's hand, but then just broke down to him. Like that yeah. was lovely. Yeah. That was really. That was yeah. a great one. And I like that. I like that Sam got through to him as well. Because like in the last episode, you know, he had that great line: "No self-respecting black man would ever want to be Captain America." But by the end of it, he completely understood, and he was he was thankful that Sam was Captain America. It was. Yeah. It was great. It was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that that's about it. How many? Well, I'm excited for Loki now. Yeah, Loki, Loki. Uh, coming up in June, so we'll we'll have an episode of that. Maybe we'll get you back for Loki, Beth. 
please do because yeah. I love him. Oh, I love him so much. And with, and as well because they've done so much with magic now in One Division that we can actually finally see Loki do more magic. Yeah. Oh, there Me you are. too. So we'll have an hour of Beth throffing over Loki uh, <laughs> in June or July or whenever that episode will come out. So <laughs> Nathan, look forward to that. Lawrence, what? How many f- stars out no. of stripes was this for you? <laughs> <laughs> this, all right, we, first of all, we keep changing our rating system. Second of all, I, can we stop with the rating system? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. What I'm just going to say is Aww. this is a great series. It's a six-episode miniseries. Um, some great storylines, some great character development from people we've seen for a long time, and it's definitely worth a watch. That's what I will yeah, say. I think it's a, it's a nice tie to the ending of Endgame. Yeah, I think 100%. this is a TV show. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. You're such uh, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Straight from the mouth of the <laughs> himself. Oh, for fuck, that's three beeps. Oh. Three beeps. <laughs> three beeps. They call me three beeps. You should just, you should just use Jarvis's meow as I the tried, I tried something funny a while back and it didn't work and it just sounded oh. awkward and I regret doing it. Right, Nathan. Yeah. Guess what? What? We're on social media and I keep tweeting, hoping to spark some humour and inject some fun into people's days. You can find us there at Another Happy Pod. You can also find us on Instagram and you can also find a TikTok with one TikTok that's been removed because it violated community guidelines. No, there was there was two. There was two there was two TikToks. One of them was the trailer. The other one was the one that got removed. So now there's one. There's now one. Fantastic. You can go there's watch the trailer. <laughs> I don't even have TikTok. What the hell, bit? Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. Hey, I'm sharing your tweets and your Instagrams. Lawrence, thank you very much, Beth. Lawrence, what is uh, next week's episode? Next week's episode... Spoiler alert, we've already recorded it. We have. Next week's episode is the prequels. We recorded this last week. However, uh, there was mad audio We recorded it like two weeks ago. Yeah, so we, we, we delayed that pod, but it will be coming out. So next week we are talking about, slash have already talked about, the Star Wars prequels. Or it will be coming out if Lawrence can be asked to edit it. Let's see how it goes, boys. (laughs) If if there's no episode next week, you know why. (laughs) 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 So so there we are. Um, Yeah. Uh, Follow Beth wherever Uh, you can follow her. Yeah, my... I don't know what my Twitter is called. Oh, uh, I think well, it's just Miss Tay underscore. That's the one that I'm using. There you go. And you don't know me. And you're going to be back on Twitch soon, is that right? Hopefully. There's links. Right. I'll, put, I'll put links in the. Description I need to figure out. I need to figure out how to set up my Switch because my Animal Crossing island, Chef Keys. I can confirm. I've seen this island. Well, there you are. So there if you want to see an Animal Crossing island, tune into Beth's Twitch whenever that's back up and running. Um, me stay away from me don't follow me Uh, (laughs) catch you next week another happy pod